What's good to find gang gang? Oh man, I hope everything is going really well with you. Um, I'm just going with the flow. So this is a little bit outside of the norm, but you can probably see by the title, I'm going to name it something along the lines of holding the L and I'm getting more and more like confirmation and pushes that uh, I want to start addressing more of the, the um, health aspect of this journey and I'm falling more in love with it because I can see where once I start to really dig into what is the world doing what's 3d and what's the higher frequency approach to it um because even as I'm coming into the realization from the last two podcasts where, you know, I'm pulling the information and it's like, yeah, twin flame relationships are supposed to be, you know, based off of friendship. Is there going to be romance and love? And yeah, yeah, yes. I think that if it, it kind of bothers you that it's not coming up or it's not the foundation, that's something we need to deal with, right? But it allowed me to see the contrast in the relationships between what's going on in the world and and how it was meant to be and how beautiful it can be, okay? And so I was just sitting here thinking and I was listening to some stuff and one of the stats that came up, you guys, I've been working with stats and I have to clean up some of the stats that I put out there. I really don't want to do it, but I know I need to do it. <laughs> um, but one of the stats that that is out there is that the average woman, um, oh, no, 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 let me roll it back, roll it back, roll it back. Um, the average black woman is at least 30 pounds overweight. And it really got to my heart space. Um, you guys, like I, when I tell you typical, like um, you're real Scorpio, I know I can come across harsh and with the shell and ain't nobody gonna get to my heart space right but inside is really soft and it's really mush right and so when I heard it and because of my journey with you know what it means to be healthy and to do the working out and to plan my supplements and have my different meals and do the intermittent fasting and dabble a little bit with the I call them beauty rituals, but it's really part of a regimen and a lifestyle. It really, you guys, hurt my soul because I, hearing it today and understanding everything I know, holding 30 pounds of L's, of pounds, means that you're stressed out, that you have a lot of cortisol right? Cortisol is what creates the belly fat. You have a lot of inflammation, right? Stress, grief. Some people, when they're grieving, they, they lose a lot of weight. Some some people um, like the, the food. I'm in the middle. I've lost, you know, gone into grieving to where I've gone for days, like three days without eating. And, you know, um, and then I do like food. Um, and I've been on that spectrum of what it means to just enjoy something warm. Like there was a while where I was hitting up in and out 
But that being said, because of the grieving process, it's like I would be eating. So not eating the best choices, right? Which is a huge contrast from where I knew I had to be. And, and if that was the only thing that I would eat for another three days, it's like I understand, okay? When I tell you I'm right there in the trenches with you, I get it. But I think if if we allow ourselves to just ascend behind the 3D, the physical, we're dealing with the reality, okay? We're dealing with the reality, the logical, the practical. Excuse me. Now, could I push it a little bit and say, is there anything divine about being overweight? Whoa. I might put that in the title. That's crazy. Another aspect of that, you know, I want to kind of just level. I think that most of the people who are, I've been very intentional about making sure who I'm connecting with. And that means that there have been what we call corrections in my, you know, who's coming to the channel and and the makeup. And that's exactly what I want. I'm getting to my niche audience. I'm understanding who my demographic is. So when I say one of the interesting things, like I think I have the ability to go into queen of swords energy and I'm starting to understand who and what I come off my throne for. And because I've been dealing with certain energies, it's like sometimes we want to be right and we could be right, but we're wrong. And I think it's, it's a, it's a feminine characteristic that we need to address and the more truthful you are with yourself the more you're gonna benefit because one of the clips they were showing was saying that you know there is an issue with them showing obese black women on covers it's intentional I'm gonna tell you that I agree I think that the media definitely has an agenda with showing obese black women when at the end of the day like I already told you guys we have so many examples and maybe I could start running a list keeping a list of this for follow-up conversations but you have people like Jennifer Williams you know who are in shape Keisha Kaor although I I don't know if she's 100% black but you have Kenya Moore right? You have all of these type of women that are in shape and, and um, that type of thing. So, but, but there's a reason why they're trying to project it. And so what ends up happening is if you are carrying a little bit more of the weight because of the, you know, and here's another thing too, that's so important when we start to talk about um, converting our intelligence into assets that are going to last us in the long run because remember i was talking about um it's one thing for us divine feminines to have the fashion designer stuff but it's another thing to have the legacy things the things that we can cash out when it comes to retirement and um being self-sufficient and having the properties and the investment properties and the um passive income right so back to the weight thing, it's like there was, a, and she really wasn't overweight. She she wasn't slim. She wasn't as slim as Jennifer Williams, but she wasn't um, as as you know as much weight as Lizzo. Um, she was closer to more Jennifer Williams weight, but Jennifer Williams I think is very fit, very toned. So I would say you would add literally maybe another twenty pounds on her just to give you an idea, but what was kind of really legit bothering me is that she was 
defending that, you know, it's okay to put that image out there and to normalize it. And I'm like, no, 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 I almost, uh, so frustrated. We need to address obesity in our, in our culture, just like any other culture, really, to be honest, to be quite honest, but (laughs) Am, am I going to sound cruel if I say, who cares about the other cultures? Let's focus on ourselves, but okay. So again, not all women are um, obese. Now, as much as I talk about my church, you know, and I talk about how it's like 85% of them are interracially married. For, you know, the other dynamic about the church is that it's mostly predominantly women. So that being said, I could show you the same directory and I would say the over, like, I would say 75%, you know, and it's funny because I like numbers. So I'm going to have to go in and start counting off to make sure, you know, it's going to be a small subset, but even between the two different, I went to one black mega church and the other one was um, kind of like more, it was a little bit smaller, but between the two, because of the nutrition, you know, that they, they followed and a lot of them tend to be strict they're, you know, in good shape. What we need to address when, when we start to say, well, this should be normalized. And why are you bashing people like Lizzo? Listen, listen, Lizzo not help. When I talk, oh, oh this is going to be interesting. When I'm saying that I'm starting to, to really hone in on who I'm going to really defend, I can't come to bat for Lizzo because for one, I don't agree that you know, sh- oh, y'all are gonna kill me for this. I don't think that it's attractive for her to be that way. Second thing is, her lifestyle does not resonate at all with my re- with my lifestyle. But what I've noticed a lot with this with this divine feminines too is sometimes we're jumping on these bandwagons, but for why? But for why? I, me and Lizzo have nothing in common. And I even have to be careful when I say it here too. Like even when I was talking about um, Brittany Renner, listen, she made her, um, her bed. She can definitely lie in it. And I want to make sure that it's like, I'm not one of those things where I'm condoning any of her behavior or saying that I'm, you know, in any way resonate with her lifestyle. Cause I don't, (laughs) it's not my thing. Right. So then why is it that I'm going to try to fight with the white media and other people about accepting my body and body shaming? Let's get down to the core. When I was talking about even how the wealth is important and the wealth gap. uh, Yes, there's the stress, you know, the cortisol with it, um, hypertension, inflammation eating style, right? The same way that there's an importance for financial literacy, there's an importance for health literacy. Okay. So when you start to even look at, you know, awareness, you start to understand that it's important to be alkaline. Well, what gives you alkalinity? Fruits, vegetables, water, pomegranate juice, you know, 
you start to figure out, you know, the benefits of like me, I can't, I can't eat coconut oil. I used to go through a lot of it, but I found out I was allergic to it. Right. Um, but, but you're like coconut, your fruit, your vegetables, the kale, the spinach, the blueberries, almonds. Um, I had taken a class, um, it was very interesting how to do with learning, but um, in that class, they talked about all of the brain nutrient foods. Very fascinating. I have that book in storage, um, but I can tell you that I tried that stuff and it works. I was eating like all of the different kinds of nuts, the bananas, um, blueberries, salmon is good too, anything with omega-3s. Um, <clears throat> and then you start to combine that with your kinesthetic learning. You know, kinesthetic learning means that you can go on a, on a treadmill or go on a bike. And as you're reading your book, you can, you retain better. And so for me, it was interesting because I, growing up, very, 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 very shy. Okay. Like, I feel like in real life, like if you were to meet me, you'd be like, dang, she's not as <laughs> Everything she's saying with her chest on the podcast is like, I'll be just checking you out for a while before I start to really open up and say anything, but just always been very shy. So it was one of those things where, you know, in terms of grasping, people assume that because you're quiet, you're well behaved, they're not making sure you're really getting the information. Um, but really I should have been in an, a learning environment where I had an opportunity to maybe have the little... Um, nowadays they have like a little station you could put under your desk and you can be pedaling while you're doing your work or they have the workstations where you can be um, like standing up and like it's it's like a, a slow treadmill right um, type of thing and I, when I tell you I tried that stuff um, I was actually going into my doctorate program and I was doing the best academically than I had done at any other level from elementary through high school, college. <clears throat> I was getting straight A's. I remember one of the last final exams I took at the doctoral level was um, I only missed one question and it was because I was rushing through the exam and I should have double checked it. I was the second person to complete the test, right? So, um, but I can tell you that, like I said, I understood that the, with, the, with the college, with that um, class, I had to invest in the food and the nutrients. And I did that. I was, when I tell you, I was stocked up on all of the different kinds of nuts, like walnuts, even though I didn't like how they tasted, the almonds, salmon, um, blueberries, all of that stuff. Um, and then every day after work, um, there was on our campus library, I would, they had a bike station, so I would just go there and I would just read through my book and I would have my highlighter. And there was other teach, other principles, like when you um, color code and use different highlighting things to learn different things, definitions, words. So, but all of that to say we need health literacy, right? And we also need to have access to food. Sometimes, to be honest, you know, it can, you know, come down to the finances. When I tell you I've been on both sides of the spectrum, I'm there, right there with you, right? So when you talk about stocking up on pomegranate juice, I know what it's like to stock up on the pomegranate juice. My wallet will tell you, <laughs> you know, it's expensive. Sometimes healthy food is expensive. 
um, it's it, and it can't be hit or miss too, because when you get like a um, when you if you go to Ralph's and you get like a container of spinach and kale, it's actually pretty big and it's only like not even four bucks. And that can last you like, depending on how frequently you eat or if you're blending it into your smoothies and stuff, that can last you like three days. So yes, it, it can be some cost. And yes, sometimes it can't. Like if you like a salad, like how I do, um, and then you prorate it over the week, it, it's not as expensive as eating out. So, you know, you get your salad, you get, you know, and so then then you're putting the craisins in there, you're putting the nuts in there, the chopped almonds in there, using the olive oil, the amino acids, a little bit of apple cider vinegar. And so those things start to add up, but for the most part, it's still economical. So I think what pains me is, you know, we kind of have to, I think that there's definitely a need for as divine feminines. And you know what? I'm going to say too, because I'm, I'm so ad-libbing, but I'm starting to even think, I think there's, there's more consciousness towards it because I, uh, I'm actually in several communities that talk about vegan lifestyle, black vegan lifestyle, which is completely different than, you know, the non-melanated approach. I remember um, starting to follow a lot of vegan groups and yes, we are different and we do things different. And I love it. It's like some of the best posts have been like talking about vegan food. And I love, there's a Facebook group that I'm in, but in a couple, but there's one in particular where they just be spilling all the tea, like, sis, you have to try this, this, and this, and this, you know, and we be going in, people be putting their foot in their recipes. Um, but also, like, we've been becoming more aware of, like, how to use the sea moss, um, how to use um, the regular cleansing, right? Um, so I think we're doing good, but we could do better. Um, so I just wanted to address that. I feel like, so this lady was fighting, you know, with this guy who's telling her that the obese women on the cover is not healthy that they were they were not healthy body types and she's fighting him tooth and nail to be to validate but it's like we should agree maybe with media and be like yeah no stop putting black whoopsie i um (laughs) i was brushing something off my keypad and closed out the whole recording but let me just try to wrap this up real quick because i have to go but um I was saying, I actually agree. We should not be promoting or putting that image forth. Um, I think that there are more than enough um, fit and in shape black women that can rival any anything else that's out there, right? Um, let me go ahead and, and close this out too. The, the other thing is, because right now I'm talking about the umbrella, but I want to um, start to have the sub-tiers and, and go more into depth with more of these. We were talking about the lower 3D vibrational way of doing things, right? It all started off with this relationship. What is a twin flame relationship? Um... And in many ways, we try to make that relationship and all its 3D toxicity 
we try to make it apply to something divine, higher vibrational, right? We take, um, I had another one in mind, but um, when we talk about the 3D worldly lower vibrational approach of why we do the beauty regimens, you know, I've been referring to them as beauty rituals, but I kind of had to check myself a little bit. Um, I think that's what's more important to focus on is the regimen part of it, right? It's more regimen implies more of a lifestyle, you know, um, whereas the ritual is superficial. Okay. Um, and so I even had to kind of check myself on this, but it was the things that I do were more. I understand the importance of nutritional health and whatever I eat from the inside is going to come out. But a lot of the rituals and things that we're doing were for low vibrational reasons, like the soft skin, um, the long hair, the long nails, yada, yada, yada. Okay. And actually, I had mentioned this a a long time ago. You guys, I'm so ad-libbing. I don't have any notes on this at all. But I just remembered part of the whole reason why I even started this whole, the spiritual ascension part of things. And now keep in mind, I grew up like Christian or whatever. But it was because I, facts on facts, I wanted to have a brighter smile for when I was going out on my dates. And I started to research you know, what type of toothpaste would give me a brighter smile, right? Um, And so then that's when I came across fluoride. And then I started to find out why people didn't use fluoride. And then I stopped using fluoride. And it was like shortly thereafter, it's just been spiritual enlightenment ever since. Because it's like once your pineal gland starts to decalcify, you know, it's not calcified and restricted with what fluoride does to it. Uh, now it's like I have an, an added clarity. And it's been like that ever since. And then that's when I started to understand that, you know, uh, I don't really, uh, let me try to stay on, con- on, on topic here. So we, point being, I was doing things to make myself more attractive to the other person when at the end of the day it should have been for me and if I did things right it would contribute to my overall health right so when I'm drinking the pomegranate juice because it has anti-aging properties you know it's going to help me keep a youthful appearance at the end of the day those things are for me not to have the inflammation, to have healthy blood pressure, to have healthy heart, um, to ha- improve my memory. Um, do you see what I'm saying? And so the, the low vibrational approach is to do things to attract for the beauty. And yes, will you be, will you be beauty, beautiful from doing the regimens where you're exfoliating with the sea salt and dry brushing and the topical stuff? Yes. But the true magic lies on this what we do at the cellular level <laughs> right when now we're giving our body the nutrients because 
I don't think I can really express deeply enough in this podcast, and I'm, and I'm trying to get off here, um, how beautiful it is for you to be beautiful from the inside out. Um, and so when you start to recognize that it's something really spectacular and beautiful about it, really older, you know, an older woman that still you can see her radiance and her beauty, it's because she has been consistently and intentional about making sure that she has the nutrients to stay healthy. I talked a little bit about how the happiest girls are the prettiest girls, but part of that element is, you know, I started off talking about the LBs, holding the L's, why we hold on to the to the weight is because of the stress, the cortisol, you know, the anxiety, the day-to-day push, okay, push and pull, and the toll that it takes on us. It manifests in our body. And I want to close out with this because I'm remembering what I wanted to kind of how to tie everything in. And I, I want to do a podcast that's going to be titled like, do you hit the wall before or after you stop your beauty regimens. Um, and because I think, knowing what I know, the part of the component about hitting the wall, and this is funny to y'all, but men hit the wall too. And <laughs> my petty self, I'm about to like, sis, let them have it. <laughs> Anyways. Part of the component for the woman about hitting the wall is I think that you get to a point in life where you've just been really beat up, you know, and you start to take inventory of like all the things that you've survived and went through. And you get to a point, part of hitting the wall is you feel like you don't have any more fight. At that point, you're older, so you're not going to be coming across as, as attractive, Um, You've already probably been chewed up and spit out, you know, you've probably gone through, you know, several failed relationships and or marriage at that point. Um, The psychology behind it is you're just a dried up old piece of fruit (laughs) and you don't have any value, Um, right? If you want to use that gross language and been run through and... Now you're old and wrinkly and just not as beautiful as you used to be. And that's why they're leaving you for the younger women who are happy and carefree. And you get to this point where you realize like, yeah, I've been through some stuff. I've cried some tears and I am guarded and I can't even be that carefree. And you start to just give up, you know, and part of the hitting the wall component is you start to think that it's okay for you not to continue to take care of yourself, to eat healthy, because you're already aged out, so you're not going to be attractive to them. And I think that's where you start to see the even more downward spiral and decline, right? Whereas opposed to if you go into it recognizing that, you know what? Yeah, life has dealt me some hard blows, um, but I'm still going to do the self-care, Um, and I'm still going to continue to give myself the nutrients that I need. And it has a lot to do with self-love, right? I hope that kind of made sense. Um, 
I can kind of sense what some things I need to flush out a little bit and I can never really squeeze everything in at 30 minutes. But this one is kind of like a just a little bit of a tribute to my grand aunt. Um, she lived to be 99 years old. And even up until the end, let me tell you, she had to go get her nails done, had to go get her hair done. She always had this light in her eyes, you guys, and I miss her so much. <laughs> but <laughs> she always had a great sense of humor. Um, and it was nice when we were planning her funeral, like we got to see some of her older pictures when she was younger. And it runs in my lineage, like she liked really nice things, very feminine, very pretty. In fact, some of the prettiest things I have in my life, she introduced them to me. <laughs> I have pictures of like, you know, the first time I got to meet her. Um, you kind of see the spark a little bit there too, with the with the shades and the purse and the, you know, just little bit of attitude and and that type of thing now she didn't she was not a very sassy woman at all she was very soft smoking her and my grandma um and you know even in her older age she just had a very useful appearance but it's because i think she mastered what it was i remember she would send my dad out to go get stuff for her and because of the christian lifestyle that we grew up like i said it's mostly strict so there's strict dietary things that come with it and so she you know even in her 80s 60s 70s 80s she would send him out but she would tell him to make sure to get the best of the best and it was expensive it was expensive and and so then they would go out and get her you know the, the finer you know like don't get caught up on but what i'm trying to say is like it it was quality ingredients food that had quality ingredients in them um and so she just also mastered what it meant to be carefree. I talk about her laughter. Um, and in spite of everything. It, and so now you start to understand that it's a lifestyle, right? Beauty, exuding beauty at any age is, is a lifestyle. Um, and, it, and it really does revolve around self-care. And we need to do these things not because we're trying to attract someone or stay in shape for someone, even though I've joked about that and talked about that. If we do it for ourselves, it's going to continue to to have positive payback, you know, not just longer lifestyle, but healthier lifestyle to enjoy things for longer, right? And you're going to be left no choice but to glow because as I'm thinking even on her skin, like, it was weird. Like, she's an older lady, but she didn't really have wrinkles or anything. Um, When her hair turned all white, um, it was still, it looked very pretty on her. And I don't want to go into her phenotype, but, um, because I don't, I don't want to. go down that rabbit hole right now but she was you know um it looked very pretty and and 
made sure all her appointments were to do those type of things and just making sure to eat healthy, thankfully. And I think that's going to be, I'm going to try to wrap up here, you know, for us divine feminines, my goal is for us to be okay, even in our old age, even in retirement, um, to, to, it was nice to see that she had the ability to afford the things to maintain her lifestyle. And if I'm honest, to be sad a little bit, like, I think it was one of those things where she really could have lived past a hundred, but that's when, that's when she hit her wall at that point. It was because it's like, she just got to the point where she was just tired. She just got tired. And I remember my grand, my, one of my cousins, my mom's cousin, she asked her, she's like, we were planning her hundredth birthday party. And she's like, no, I'm good. She's like, I don't, you know, like she just got bored. But right up until that point, like she, that was, let me see. So like five months before she passed, she's, she's just up until that point. She's just like, you know what? I think I've done everything I need to. Um, I'm good. Let me make my phone calls. And that was it. And, and just the memories, like, like I said, like, you guys would have loved her. Everybody loved her. She, she was a firecracker. Uh, like, even when we were having her, it was her 90, uh, 98th birthday or 99th. I'll tell you, she got, she had us get her dressed up and people were coming over from the church where she goes to and just you know spoiling her and we're thinking like oh we have to you know take her home and she was like no I'm good what are you you taking me home for we're like okay she just loved all the attention being around people loved the hugs loved the laughter a lot of people had good things to say and and you know that in contrast to like a woman that hasn't really um, invested to take care of herself and to give herself the nutrients. And, um, she had her house, she worked as a nurse. So she was, you know, she was able to take care of herself. I'll be telling all of her story, but I think it's kind of like a tribute to her. I want us to, to thrive. And I see that This divine journey is so much more. And we need to get the, we need to make sure it's worth the squeeze. (laughs) Right? I think that we've been sold this idea that it's a fruit. But I don't think we understand the value of the fruit. And when we squeeze the fruit, I want us to really enjoy every single part of that fruit experience because this divine journey i'm learning more and more and more it's more than just getting into union with the divine masculine it's falling in love with yourself falling in love with him doing things from a higher things from a higher vibrational frequency becoming the best version of yourself and that comes down to making sure that your mental health is fine that your health your fitness is fine you know, and the beauty that comes with it and being able to be great parents. And I also want to talk about 
the mission aspect of it too, which is fascinating to me because, you know, when we talk about y'all are resigning and walking out and you're stepping out into being entrepreneurs, what kind of bosses are y'all finna be? I really hope you're not going to go out there and be just as decrepit and mean and, and horrible with your employees. We're supposed to be making a difference and, and that's supposed to also come into play with how we treat our employees and how we value our employees and what that relationship and what that dynamic means. And maybe we can explore that on Thursday. Maybe I'll go a little bit longer on Thursday or do two things on Thursday where we'll still continue to explore what entrepreneurship means, but I also want us to explore what it means for us to 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 be different in the way that we interact with the people who work for us, who we network with. Right, because if we're gonna just go turn around and be just as mean and nasty and decrepit and racist and sexist and and abusive with our employees the way that our bosses were with us, then what's the point? <laughs> what's the fine about that? Right? All right, I'm gonna hop off. I, I'm already um overstayed my thing, but that's kind of where I'm the trajectory I'm taking, that's where I'm headed. And um uh, it's always gonna be higher. Every round goes higher, higher. So let's go. I love each and every one of you. Each and every one of you. I better not bring my little black butt back on here between now and Wednesday. I love taking my Wednesdays off. Um, And so I better not come back on here until Thursday. Whatever I need to feel, you know, to, to come and say, I, I it can wait until Thursday or later in the week. Okay. So love you. Take care. Be blessed charging you. <laughs> I know you were probably like, I know she's not going to sign off here without giving us our blessing. Okay. Huddle up, children. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. I'm going to charge you with love. Can I charge you with the love of your life? And the love of your life is you, boo. So show up for yourself. Going to charge you with light going to charge you with black light because black light illuminates invisible. going to charge you with health, my loves. going to charge you with wealth, with wisdom, and prosperity. Know that I love each and every one of you. And until Thursday, peace.